The Friday Profile. Alrighty, when it comes to talking about the role of women in in the entertainment industry and ensuring that women get as much respect and love as the guys, Muzi has always been about that. From her work as a, an MTV VJ, then hopping along to the competition, Muzi, we saw that go. <laughs> Muzi is unafraid of making changes that benefit her and putting her first. And by doing that, she empowers other women to remember that it is about putting themselves first as well. She's an award-winning rapper. She walked away with the best female artist at the South African Hip Hop Awards in December. She's she works with multiple brands. Um she's also a businessman mm-hmm. or I should say a businesswoman. Uh she has her own record label and she's always looking stylish and today, <laughs> it's like, I don't know anybody who can make a tracksuit look as good as what <laughs> Muesli does. <laughs> she proves that this this Bononi girl proves that Charlize Theron is not the only talent to come straight out of Bononi. Muesli. Hey. hey. Happy International Women's Day. Happy International Women's Day. So lovely for you to join us. Thank you. Also, you know what? This media run would not have been complete without a stop here. Because like, some of you may not know this, but Lee is like the god sister of South African (laughs) hip hop. You know, there's like the godfather. You are like the god sister. I'll take that. I'll take that. For real. You like cemented the way. You paved the way for all of us to be here. So I'm so excited to be here today. Mm, I'm so excited to have you in studio. Thank you so much. So before we get into your music and the castle light, U-N-I-T-Y. My singing skills. Everybody's been singing it. It's so dope. I know. It was like my soundtrack the whole morning. (laughs) Um, But let's talk about how you initially got into the entertainment business. Was it through, was your first, if I'm not mistaken, was it through MTV? Yeah, MTV was my first very big job. But before that, I think I had done close to like 200 auditions. You're kidding. Like for the public broadcaster. If you had a camera <laughs> and you needed a presenter, trust me, I was there. I was auditioning for DIY shows, all types of shows. Uh-huh. And um, I ultimately got my big break when I entered the MTV-based VJ search in 2012. Yeah. And it was just really an eye-opening experience for me. Like a lot of people saw me for the first time on the live presenter search mm-hmm. that was on SABC One with Loot Love. She yes. actually won that competition. Yes. She's also a fellow sister in hip-hop. Yeah. So shout out to her. And yeah, so I went on to the MTV-based video search and I won that. And mm. that's pretty much how I got into the industry. So I did that for about three or four years. I worked at MTV just traveling around the world and basically taking Africa to the world and like bringing the world yeah. to Africa and kind of being the middleman and the mouthpiece, not yeah. only for the youth, but I kind of really fell in love with hip-hop culture along the way because at around 2014, when South African hip-hop was blowing up, and I also decided to start to push my pen and like pick up a music side of things, yes. you know, which was a little bit of a surprise to other people. It was a surprise to me too. Mm. But like fast forward a few years, like you said, I won the SA Hip Hop Award last year. My album is out. I dropped a mixtape too. I own my own record label. So yeah. yeah, things are good. So you're basically running it and you're paying a lot of people along the way. Um, uh, I'm trying to. <laughs> now, now let's go back to what you initially said uh, about how you had gone through two, uh, almost 200 editions and being rejected. Cause that is something that people deal with. It's a very real thing. How did you keep yourself motivated to keep going at it? Cause you know yeah it's quite crazy you always have to remind yourself to walk by faith and not by sight you mm-hmm. know um it's so it's so wild that sometimes even when you're in the moment that you prayed for you can't recognize it because you're really trying yeah. to look at the next thing so i kind of always had to remind myself that there was a time where i wished i was in a position to just be going to auditions to just be connecting with the people that i was with so just keep a good hand on my shoulders and just be grateful for every single moment and by the time i got my first job i realized why i had to go through all of those no's and all of those disappointments 
because they were sharpening me up along mm. the way to be able to to hold down that very big job because working at MTV it's a huge it's a, it's a huge, huge thing because yeah. I remember even at that particular time everybody around the continent was talking about you they were like who is this girl you yeah. know so it was that really is, cool. Like, it yeah. was a really dope opportunity. I got to travel to so many different places. Like, mm. I did the red carpet at the VMAs, at the yeah. EMAs. I went to Nigeria, I went mm. to Tanzania, Kenya. Yeah. I'm, I'm still very good friends with a girl by the name of Vanessa Mdeh. Yeah, she's, she's like awesome. yeah. one of the biggest superstars on the African continent. Mm. And she, like me, is such a big believer in the unity of women in music. So we've really got a strong connection. And yeah, everything that I learned in the audition process and everything that I learned in that job at MTV definitely set me up for the career that I'm in right now. And so then then here's a question. Uh, your change from MTV to Vuzo, I won't go into the politics around it, but just in general, how would you let, how would you uh, you know, let people know, or what? How did you know? Should I say that it was the right time to make the move from an emotional and spiritual perspective? How did you know that? You know, because as you said, you had an awesome run at MTV. You were hugely popular. You were yeah. traveling around the world. But then it was time for you to make another change. So how did you know that it was the right time? Oh, you know, I'm a female, so we kind of have this thing on the inside of us. You just know. Yeah. You know, like the saying says, a lady knows when it's time to leave the room. Yeah. And honestly, at MTV, I really had done everything. They still have my voice on that channel because <laughs> I did everything that yeah. I could possibly have done, you know. Yeah. And when I decided to make the, the move to... Vuzu at the time, which is now on Magic, it was just about doing live television mm. for me. I think I really wanted to do something that was more every day mm. that I could really invest the interest that I had in entertainment because there was absolutely nobody in the country that was covering entertainment the way that Vuzu was covering mm. it. And V Entertainment now in its 10th year has probably one of the most incredible archives of South mm. African celebrities and pop culture Definitely. that has ever existed, you know? So for me, it's always just been about telling stories, about telling African stories. Mm. And I think with MTV, they have a more stylized way of telling their stories and I had done that. And also I was transitioning into an artist. Yes. So it was getting a little bit awkward and it's like, okay, I just shot my video my video and for them it was like like almost like a conflict of you know what I mean yeah. it was like a bit awkward yeah. but I really knew that if I wanted them to accept me as an artist and I wanted the whole industry to accept me as an artist I had to make the change and yeah. for me to simultaneously hold down doing a live television show almost like three to four days a week while learning how to be a rapper mm. was like really really crazy but yeah. um, it's been so rewarding Yeah. now you know when you describe about learning how to be a rapper what I love about that and I think that is something that really stands out about, about you in general is that you're somebody who always wants to learn yeah. like you are you're all of these awesome things but you also are always really humble and you're about like look if I don't know help me teach me along the way yeah. so for you what was wh why the decision to first of all go into the hip hop industry which as we know you know when it comes to women the fight is hard in the entertainment industry as a whole but in hip hop it's almost like you've got to put on your boxing gloves and yeah. make sure that you stand out so why hip hop um, you know, I was very, very in love with South African hip hop. I think definitely 2014 when like, it was like Karakara Ranchos, yeah. and, you know, Casper Vest is coming up and yeah. causing a mess. It was just like, <laughs> it was just kind of like that new bad boy. And you're like, mm, yeah. I like you. What's your name? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I genuinely just fell so in love with the culture. And like you were, um, all those years ago, for me, I was really just a mouthpiece for the game, mm. you know? Mm. And I think because I had such a personal relationship with so many of the major 
role players it also became a bit difficult for me mm. to tell the real stories because you know there's some things that happen behind the scenes that, that you, you can't think, share otherwise you'll be kicked out of the you circle know what I mean? yeah. and for you you think those are so important to the game but you can't share them in yeah. that way so besides that i just really felt like females in the game also needed a voice you know mm. there were definitely females in the game that were rapping and doing really incredible things people like Gigi LeMay mm. and even Nadia Nakai who's in the game right now mm. but I just felt like there was just something that needed to like mainstream it and commercialize mm. it you mm. know what I mean and I had built for myself such an incredible brand where it wasn't about if I failed, it was about when I succeed. Nice. And for a lot of people, they couldn't see that. A lot of people didn't see that. Mm. And to be honest, I didn't see it either, but I knew that it was coming, you know what mm. I mean? And I knew that it was a much bigger thing than myself. Mm. And that's the story and that's the truth of most women in any role that they're in, mm. whether it's in hip-hop, whether it's in a nursing home, whether it's in a family, whether it's in a community or society, the roles that women play are so impactful and so powerful that sometimes you kind of have to walk before you even know that you have the skills to do what it is exactly. that you have to do. So that for me is why it was so important to just follow through. Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned people like uh, Nadia Nakai, Gigi Lemayne. I mean, I know that you and Rouge have a pretty tight relationship, yeah, yeah. both musically and otherwise, you know. Uh, for you and Vanessa MD, you mentioned at the beginning. So um, for you... Because there's always this perception around women in general, you know, and it's International Women's Day. So we do want to be able to spotlight this about the fact that women don't easily work together or support each other. What are your thoughts around that? Um, and then also within women in the entertainment industry, because I feel as though now there's an entire new generation. You guys are like running it. You're running the labels. Yeah. You're deciding your style. You're in control of your entire story. So what are your thoughts around all that? You know what? I really don't think it's a woman thing. I just, I think it's a people thing. It's an energy thing. Mm. You know, a lot of the time when the energy inside of you is not okay with something, it kind of clashes with the energy inside of somebody else. But because we as women, and I was saying this a little bit earlier this morning, is that because we as women are so in touch with ourselves, our mm. feelings, our emotions, our thoughts, we are so easy and so quick to recognize that mm. ugliness on the inside of us and so often before we can address it with ourselves we want to address it with other people <laughs> because we see it reflected it's not even that it's in them it's a reflection of something that's yeah. on the inside of us but I really do believe that as we are being more included not only in, in music but in society in business and politics and everything else that we are doing we are really able to like move past that a whole lot quicker mm. and I've definitely been able to see that if I work together with women I can get a lot further than I can if I'm fighting against them. Do you mm. know what I mean? So I think with, with collaborations like this one that we're doing today with Castle Lights and all the other collaborations, like you spoke of the collaboration with me and Rouge, yeah. it really just shines a whole new light on that narrative. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I think just because we're a bit vocal of the fact that yeah. we don't like other people, yeah. it doesn't really make us catty. Yeah. It just makes us aware of the <laughs> fact that we know that I, I don't really jive with your energy yeah. but i think in 2019 we as women are able to see that we need to move past that because there's so much power beyond that yeah definitely in case you just joined us we're talking to Muesli, who is probably one of the most iconic people in the uh, industry at the moment not just in south africa but across the continent uh, she's had a pretty lengthy career and she's pretty young as well mm-hmm. uh, so you can give us a call 011-883-0702 if you want to ask uh, Muesli any questions at all you can also send us a whatsapp message on 072-702-1702 um, and we're talking about all things women we're talking about all things women in hip-hop and we're just talking about just celebrating ourselves as african women um as a whole in general now uh muesli when it comes to uh 
support within the the hip hop industry specifically? Do mm. have you do you feel that the the guys have been really supportive of your journey? You know what? I came up in an all male label. I was the first and only female you signed to that label. Yes. Yeah, you know, I was yeah. signed with them. And I've got to admit, nobody tried anything funny with me. You mm. know, I was incredibly blessed. Also, my God is very real. His Amen. hand would have no. struck you down <laughs> if you tried to play me. But, um, you know, the men in the industry, they are quite supportive. But at the same time, because they've got their own things going on, if mm. you're not like as good or as ambitious, they just like it's the same as you as a female like mm. you don't care for things that don't like interest you yeah exactly yeah. so you just you really have to work hard and the girls that are doing right, well right now that are mainstream girls that are featured on the song and other girls they are doing well because they're able to fight past that a lot mm. of people kind of have a sense of entitlement they feel like because there aren't a lot of girls in the game and they are a girl and they have a fresh perspective people should just let them in mm. but actually that's not what it is it's, mm. it's about more than that it, it's not about what you have in your chest or in your pants it's about what do you have to bring to the game mm. and I know that besides being a female I have such a strong offering to the game you know mm. I'm an incredibly crucial part of South African hip hop culture, mm. and that's something that a lot of people have to establish if they they too want to be taken seriously. Now, when it comes to uh, the hip hop industry in general with women, it, it almost feels. I mean, it's changing a little bit now, but it always feel it almost feels as though at a different time there was only room. It's like please one girl at a time. Yeah, like it always felt like that sort of vibe, which I think is what plays off this whole energy of people not getting on and such. You know, so um, if we look at it from an international perspective, um, there was was obviously Queen, Queen, okay, Roxanne Chante, oh. Salt and Pepper, Queen Latifah, um, and then into the whole Nicki Minaj and the Cardi B and all of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and in different times, women kind of represented themselves in different ways, yeah. right? Uh, so for you right now, for somebody who's perhaps outside of the hip hop culture, you know, because you are somebody who's, you, the way you dress is the way you dress. You're unashamed. Your videos are like, I mean, <laughs> you really, you know what I mean? Like, hot. They're, they're hot. They're, yeah, your videos are like hot, you know? Um, and so what would you say to to um, people who perhaps have comments towards the way that women dress, uh, you know, as, as as MCs in music videos, what are your thoughts around that? Because before the conversation was that the guys wanted the woman to be this sort of way. Yeah. What are your thoughts around that now when people try to tell you, Muesli, you should be dressing like this, you should be acting like this. What are your thoughts around um, sexuality and women in hip hop? To be honest, I have absolutely nothing to say to people like that because mm. their minds are locked. So I don't have anything to say to those type yeah. of people. What I will do is communicate with people that are open-minded, that are able to see that we live in a completely different time, you know. And as a woman, I think if I am completely in control of that narrative, that is 110% okay. You know mm. what I mean? I definitely don't put anything out there that I wouldn't be proud to see, that I wouldn't want my parents to mm. see, that I wouldn't want my boyfriend to see. Mm. So for me, it's just really about taking control of that. And also, I think in 2019, people are so quick to judge us on that one thing but they don't realize that we are in undoubtedly the most entrepreneurial age of hip-hop ever especially sure. when it comes to female Definitely. artists the biggest female artists in this country are independent mm. that means they're completely in control of themselves their publishing their distribution and every single thing and mm. every single aspect of their career and if people are too quick to judge a book by their cover mm. it says a lot more about you than it says about me mm. because what my office is that i'm hot yeah. And then my mind and my businesses that I got are going on. Yes. If you want to judge me by my outfit, you're going to miss out on a whole on lot. On a whole lot. Yeah. And let's talk about just the decision to have your own, uh, to have a label. You, do you know what I mean? Of your own. Why mm. did you decide to go that route? Because you could have signed with anybody quite literally. Yeah. You know, I had a lot of meetings. So 
Um, when my relationship with my last label ended, I was like in a predicament because I was like, okay, TV is still going really, really well. I've still got the ship floating very strong. But now the music is like really popping off. You mm. know what I mean? And now I'm in a position to like really take control of this whole thing. So I was like, ah, oh, maybe that's a bit too much responsibility. Let me go meet with some music people. And I met with the music people and they kind of like just treated me like I was just this new person that mm. just like arrived and has never like, done anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was just like, like, do you know who I am? Mm. Google me. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and then I was like, okay, cool. You guys are done. Then I was like, let me go back to my TV people. You know, TV people, they understand me. Yeah. They know me. But the TV people knew very little about the music industry. Mm. And what they did know, they were just trying to hold on to what has been done for like such a long time. And I really understood that I was, you know, on the precipice of what could be one of the biggest you know, multi-dimensional brands in South African pop culture. So mm-hmm. I really wanted to do that. And I didn't know how I would do it. And my manager, who's also my boyfriend, who obviously has my best interest at heart, was like, I know this is going to sound crazy, but I think you really need to start your own label and just like own everything mm-hmm. that you're doing. In a few years' time, once you've established yourself, you can relook at maybe signing a distribution and a JV with a record label. But for now, it's all about you and it's all about where you're at. And I think mm-hmm. in three years, we've been able to do what like a lot of people haven't been able to do in a lifetime, you know, because mm. hip hop is not something that is really easy to break into. So it's been very difficult. In August, it'll be three years, cool, which yeah. is crazy. Sure. You know, I've, re- I've released my own mixtape. I've released my own album. Both of them were nominated at the South African Hip Hop Awards and we won the yes. award for Best Female. So it was just incredibly satisfying mm. to know that even though I had to sacrifice a whole lot, especially on the television and the brand side of things, to it's be able to it. build this company has definitely been worth it. Mm. And now the South African Hip Hop Awards, I remember, I mean, it's like, because I got the privilege of actually yes! awarding you that award. <laughs> I literally that was, was shaking. so iconic. I was literally like shaking when I saw it. I was just like, oh my gosh, it's, it's written all over my <laughs> face. And I could see that night that you were visibly moved, you yeah. know, because sometimes people win an awards and they kind of are like, okay, whatever, you know. But for you, I could see as though that was like almost a turning point for you. You were visibly moved and, uh, you know, from that. So talk to us about that particular experience. So my album is called Victory. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So I was very clear in my head what I wanted to achieve with this album. Mm. And winning the best female hip-hop artist in the whole entire country was something that was on my vision board. It was on my to-do list. It was something that I prayed for. It was something that I really, really wanted to achieve. Mm. But there were times on that journey where it just kind of seemed like, I... <coughs> this is... It's a bit far, girl. <laughs> you tried. Like, yeah. you know, you, you really, you tried. You did your best. You might not be able to do it, but hey, you tried. And honestly, leading up to that event and just going into it, I mean, even on the red carpet, I just wore like a cute little fun dress because I was just like, I'm going to enjoy this now, yeah. regardless of what happens. Do you know what I mean? So be able to have been able to win the award and it's a fan voted award as well. Yes. You know what I mean? And when I first started rapping, most people only had negative things to say. So to know that I had been able to like turn non-believers into believers yeah. and make them and action them into voting for me to be the best of the whole entire year of an independent album that I called Incredible. Victory because I knew that I was a winner. It was just really amazing. Oh, that's so yeah. awesome. Um, and then now, uh, your relationship with Castle Light, I think it started with Hip Hop Her Story, yeah. which we got to work with, uh, together where that is concerned, which is a phenomenal, um, just campaign all around. Uh-huh. And now, um, Castle Light Unity, obviously the iconic, uh, Queen Latifah song, you would, I'm, 
gonna try not to sing it every time. I'm like, you and I, T Y. You gotta let him know. I'll leave it up to you. So, um, just talk to us about some of the people on the track and why you feel that it is so important on International Women's Day that you know that this sort of uh, remix comes out and what it says about women in hip hop and their role in hip hop. Yeah. So I've actually been working with Castle Light for quite a lot of years. You know, um, they are obviously really, really big into South African hip hop and they Mm. really love supporting hip hop culture, especially in this country because they realize the impact that the genre yeah. really has. So they've been doing Castle Light Unlocks for so, so long. Yeah. And, I mean, I work for Channel Law as well, so I've been hosting a number of those events. I think I did like J. Cole, Chance the Rapper, and a couple of other ones. Um, then last year, we made history by doing for the first time ever a whole female hip-hop concert, Young M.A. came out, um, yes. Angeli Yee was here, yes. Roxanne Chante was here. It was really, really something special, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, so, what I like about Castle Lights is that they don't just do it just to say it, like one month in August, like one day in August, like Happy Women's Month and then like, you know, it's over. They really are about like being sustainable and like making sure that women are really put on in the game and honestly, for me, there's no better way than making sure I am going to be rich for a long time and that my family <laughs> is going to be taken care for a long time Time, then putting me on a track and making sure that I own it, you know. Mm-hmm. And what's been great is that I've been able to share it not only with Queen Latifah, but with five other really incredible artists from three from South Africa or well, myself, Gigi Lemayne and Rouge, who have also, I mean, you, you yeah, you and Rouge are like, like basically twins. Yeah, we love them. <laughs> she's actually out in the stage right now, so I'm pretty sure she's burning up everybody's ears with this track. So we're representing for South Africa, and then we obviously had to take it all the way to the East Tanzania, where Rosa Rishi represents, and then. In Nigeria, we've got the beautiful Miss Kiss, yeah. who absolutely kills it on the song. And it's just really great to see us all show our own independent flexes and kind of show how Queen Latifah's work is still relevant, relevant yeah. to this day. Muzi, thank you so much for spending time with us in studio. Um, so, yeah, she said it all. Sometimes you have to close off an interview, but I think Muzi just uh, defined everything perfectly. As I said before, I'm really proud of how far you've gone, and I think that there's so much further to go. Thank Keep you. doing what you're doing, representing for women and carrying women along with you, and have an awesome ca- Castle Light Unity Day. Thank you Happy so Wednesday. much. Please, guys, go get the track. It's out right now on SoundCloud and YouTube. Check it out.